one two perched on the top shelf. I am the perch correspondent, Justin Largito, and I am here once again with Hasbro custom creator, Chris Phantom. Chris, how you doing today? Doing all right. How about yourself, Justin? I'm good, man. As you know, very fucking tired, but I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to do a lot of myself, unfortunately, but we got serious two to talk about. Got to power through. Oh, yes. Uh, and we've talked about series one, myself and Lee, we've talked about the tag teams myself and you and yourself, uh, last week. So when you take out the tag teams from series two, and I've kind of excluded them because I look at them as their own separate entity, their own separate series. Uh, but when you take them out of series two, this really isn't a large series, but I think it's still very good. Still a very strong lineup. Yeah. But let's get right into it. So. Let's start with pretty much the face of WWF Hasbro's. We have the immortal Hulk Hogan. This yeah. time he has the uh, the bear hug action. Yeah, I really dig this action. I was a one-off just for Hogan. Um, and it's just a really sweet-looking figure. Um, I wish this one would have had a bandana. I always thought that this one would have looked better as one of the ones with the bandana. But um, the, the, the tank top, the... The, uh, the graphic on the tank top is awesome. And that action is just really, really cool. Um, I actually used one of these to do a crush. And I, I chopped the hands off of another, the slam homie. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So I always love that action. I just wish that they would have done crush like that. So I want to, I want to have did one, but I love this Hogan. Um, for as much as I wasn't a Hogan fan, his Hasbro figures were all pretty smooth. Yeah, and we see Hogan four times throughout this line, and each figure is a, its own unique, uh, you know, look for Hogan. Well, five if you count the Malloway. Right, five if you count the Malloway. And honestly, I think that Malloway is one of the top. If you know, if you can lump it in with the other ones, I would put it in the top five best looking uh, Hasbro's. I absolutely love that. I agree, and it's it's much different from every other Hogan we get in the line because it has the red tights. It has. You know, well, this one has the yellow boots, too. Yeah, also, something I noticed recently is the skin tone on that Malloway is a lot lighter than the other Hogan's. Like, the other ones gave him that realistic-looking kind of orange spray tan skin tone that he's got here. And uh, the Malloway was a much, much lighter skin tone. Oh, man, you know, towards the end of the Hasbro line, that they just stopped caring about the skin tone. Hogan yeah, got no, this, you're right. this hot dog-colored kind of skin to, like, I don't know how that happens, but But no, I love, I love this figure. I I always thought it was a great, a great Hogan. Awesome action. Really, really cool action. Um, Face mold looks great. Um, And again, I I love the, uh, the graphic on the tank. So it's just really nice. I'll be honest, man. I think this might be my favorite Hogan Hasbro. I just, I like the series three uh, or, you know, the one that they, Repainted it as the Malloy. Um, I like the Series 3 just because it's got the bandana. The bandana's got the awesome graphic on it. Another awesome graphic on the tank. So I think that I like that one a little bit more than this. But that this action is by far the best action that, that they gave home. Right. And that I think that's what kind of puts it over the top for me is the action. I just think it's absolutely perfect. like you, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't argue with it. That's, that's, yeah, because I mean, yeah, it's the bear hug, but. I look at it, you know, it's Hogan in the studio flexing and everything. I think yeah. it's, it, it's perfect. But the yeah, head looks great and everything. It's a great thing. Absolutely yeah. love that, Hogan. Absolutely. 
But we get we can't talk about Hogan without talking about his counterpart around this time. We have the Macho King, Randy Savage. Yeah, awesome figure, awesome accessories. Series uh, two had I, I didn't realize this until I was pulling these out today. Series two had a lot of really awesome accessories. I think it was when they, you know, Jake had the snake in series one, and Bossman had the nightstick. But I, I I think that they had more accessories in this line than in series one. And they really started to get into doing that. They really started to articulate the you know, accessories and make them a bigger part of the figure. Oh, definitely. Yeah, they definitely uh, went harder with it in Series 2 uh, opposed to Series 1. I mean, look at the fucking crown and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have accessories for my Macho King. Uh, the paint on the back of the trunks is in mint condition. I got a little nick on one of the stars, but... Other than that, I mean, my my figure itself is in really nice shape. Yep, there you go. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had to look at mine after you brought yours up. Yeah. So, and, uh, you know, I still got a couple decent stripes on the glasses. Um, I honestly was not a huge fan of this figure as a kid. Um, I didn't I didn't care about the accessories. Now I think it's a great figure. Uh, the Macho Man version of this one is, was kind of a, you know, whatever figure, but... Um, but yeah, this is an awesome figure if you have the accessories, which unfortunately I don't yet, but I'll find them. Yeah, so I brought up the crown. He also does have the the scepter there as well. Yeah, it's awesome. So I remember getting that one on card as a kid and being really excited that I had the full because I had a Macho King figure, you know, that somebody gave me or whatever the case was. I don't remember, but right. I remember getting a, an actual car figure on the card. And uh, and being super pumped that I finally had a nice looking one with the accessories. Absolutely, and he does have the uh, the clothesline action. Yeah, it's good action. I like the uh, I like the the mold of those bodies. I like that action. I think last week we we mentioned I I like when they the double, you know, joint. Right. Up. Yeah. That was a great uh, playability wise. That was a great figure. Um, the Mister Perfect bodies mold was a great figure, but these ones were. They just look good. You, and all the thing, I think this was uh, Razor's, what, how they did Razor as well. Yeah, Razor had the uh, clothesline action on both yeah. of those. Yeah, just, I mean, they all came out looking really nice uh, with that mold. Yeah, definitely. And as you kind of brought up and alluded to, uh, this is not the last time we see this mold or even this look for Randy Savage, but we'll we'll get to that at another point when that series comes along uh, because it's not much different from this. <laughs> <laughs> unless you really stare at it but, really. uh and then we go to the next top guy in this line or the series i should say we have our second figure of the ultimate warrior with the white orange and neon green look how's your nose on yours uh so i didn't really even pay attention to it until like lee was here a few weeks ago when he came over for the impact pay-per-view yeah uh I do have a little bit of poop nose on it. I get up close though. I it's got no not, poop. Yeah, I got a, I got a whole nose. no poop over here. Yeah, oh you shit, poop. man! Yeah, no, this is this is uh, you know, the funny thing about the warrior is you you're either gonna pay ten dollars or fifty dollars for it, and there's really no in between. Because if you want one with no poop, it's fifty bucks minimum. You know, usually yeah. what it hangs out at is about fifty bucks, but. Um, this is another one, you know, last week we were mentioning iconic Hasbro's. The Series 2 Warrior is 
I mean, it makes me want to. It makes me want to be a kid again. It makes me want to set up a match right now. You know, it's just a. It's a great figure. Awesome warrior. Uh, makes for an awesome custom. It's just. It's. It's a versatile figure. It was playable. It looks great. It's. I think it's the best warrior that they put out. Uh, what, there was three warriors or four. Uh, I want to say there was only three. I think it was only three. I'm sure Hogan made sure that he had more than Warrior. <laughs> uh, Warrior can't have more than me, brother. Fucking chump. I hate him so much. Great figures, though. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, he does have the uh, press slam action, which I think is actually perfect for the Warrior. Yep. And I kind of wish they did that with the preceding one. Uh, I believe it's in Series 3. Um, the series three or series four? I know the. Oh, uh, the one, the one after that was series the purple one, yeah. Yeah, the purple. Yeah, that was series three. That was series three. Okay, yeah. there it is. Yeah, this. I mean, again, this is like I said, uh, one of the one of the most iconic Hasbro figures that there is, and it's you know it is the best warrior in my opinion, and a lot of people's opinion. Uh, they they kind of dropped the ball with that third one. The action is just not great, but the, this one is, you know, yeah. and, and I think that the first the series one, they got the, the action right, too. I mean, we talked a little bit last week about jumpers. They kind of suck, but it made sense. He did that running shoulder bump. And, and right. It was playability wise. I knew what they were going. And again, here with this, uh, it's the same idea. You know, it was part of his finishing move or it was part of his setup to do the girl press slam and um, I think it was one of the better figures, you know, one of the better characters to use the Gorilla Press Slam action with. Right. And, you know, I think I like the look of the Series 3 figure more, but when it comes to, like, action and the mold, I think this is, like, perfect for Warrior. So, tough, you know, I, I, I get what you're saying, and I, I almost want to agree with you, but it's it's just I have such an affinity for the Series 2 Warrior that I, oh, yeah, absolutely. I can't fully agree, but... I get what you're saying. I mean, it's it's a beautiful show, uh, shelf piece, but it's not, you know, playability wise, it wasn't the best. Those those body molds were just straight, right? And even like, look, they went all out because you have the molding of the tassels on the boots and everything all the way around. Yep, just pain in the ass when you're painting those things up. Let me tell you, I can't <laughs> Oh, it's not fun. It does not look fun. Um, and then we go to uh his second figure in the in the line, the million dollar man Ted DiBiase with the green suit. And we brought this yeah. up last week where this action isn't used too much, but it's the the uh bushwhacker butch or bushwhacker Luke, which whichever the fuck one it is. Yeah, whatever, whatever we win. <laughs> whichever anybody knows. <laughs> but it's the uh the little kick. Uh, if that's even coming across, but yeah, yeah I can see it. <laughs> um, do you have the belt for him or no? I do. I believe I have a second title for him. So I'm glad that you said that. I was gonna say, uh, may or may not know that the because he, this one's a little bit bigger around the waist in series one, they had to add three clasps or uh, yeah, clasps on the strap or uh, on the back of the strap. Oh, so this one's got nine clasps, and series one only has six. So there's and two moods of that title. That's a good yeah, yeah. So that's a good way to tell if you've got the proper belt for the right one. Oh shit. Uh, just for anybody who may not have known. I again another thing I learned out of my my book that we talked about last week. 
But yeah, yeah um, I love this figure. I remember getting this one as well. And again, it was another situation where I was super excited to get the accessory. Yeah, and that fact you said about the million dollar title, I honestly didn't even know about that. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, I didn't either. I just wanted to, when I started collecting again, I wanted to make sure that all my accessories were originals and so right. I was learning as much as I possibly could. But then uh, that I did not know about until I got that book and I was flipping through that. And I was like, oh, no shit. I didn't know that. But it makes sense, like I said, because this waistline is so much bulkier than the Series 1. Right. Um, but I always preferred the look of this one to the Series 1. As, as cool as Series 1 is, I just like the green suit more. Um, and again, with Ted, they get the face roll really, really nice. Definitely. Um, super accurate looking. And um, yeah, just a really nice looking figure. Great shelf piece. Looks awesome with the, with the belt accessory strapped on. So. Yeah, I think I've never noticed the difference with the million dollar titles because I'm so definitely afraid to even mess with those uh, the, that strap and those hooks and everything. Yeah. Like when I was doing the series one show, I, I was like really going slow and steady and <laughs> God forbid this thing breaks. Right. <laughs> but moving on, we have his, actually I think everyone from here on out was first time in the line. So yeah. yep. now we have the Hot Rod, Roddy Piper, kill Hot Rod t-shirt, elbow pads, boots, wrist tape, a whole nine yards with Piper. Classic. Yeah. Classic Hasbro. It's another It's another iconic, you know, you think of this figure when you think of, of the Hasbro line. I uh, love the t-shirt. I do wish that they would have done what the Mattel Retro did with the removable. Right. Um. But it's better, I think it's better to have had the kill on there than just to put him in trunks. So, I mean, it's it's a, just a great, great looking figure. Maybe not the most playable, but it's an awesome, awesome figure. And Piper deserved to have one of the cool standout figures, I think. So, I always love that one. I actually did a custom, two, I think two customs of that one. That's a fun one to work with, too. Yeah, and you know, I now that I'm kind of thinking about it, I wonder if the reasoning behind just putting him in the shirt and the kilt was uh, Morbius Piper's in ring career had kind of winded down by this. Yeah, point. it was. He was doing more, more commentary pit stuff at that point when you know he was still active. But I think this came out before Mania Eight. It yeah, because ninety one. So yeah, I mean, was, before Mania he, Eight, so he still had a title run in him, but he was he was certainly winding down at least in WWF as far as in ring. Yeah, so that that absolutely could be the reasoning behind it. Now that I kind of look at the date and when this came out and everything, yeah, I wouldn't have thought of that, but I mean, that's that's a really really strong theory for sure. But I mean, shit, it still looks awesome with the kilt and everything. Oh yeah, it's a great thing. How great do you feel about the face? Because I'm kind of undecided on the face it. Face is goofy. I mean, it it kind of looks like him a little. Yeah, but if you like squint. Close your eye, turn your head. It looks like Jack Nicholson more than it looks like <laughs> in the shining, man. Look. Oh, he's just got those crazy eyes where he's yeah, just looks, looking right at you. Like, he looks like the shining movie poster with Jack Nicholson <laughs> popping out. Oh. Here's Piper. Yep. <laughs> oh shit. Uh and yeah, he has the uh how would you describe that action? I don't think mine works. Mine barely works. Yeah, it is on his I card. don't remember what they call it. Piper uh, punch. The Piper punch. 
on the on the box, and that's yeah. It's crazy that I remember that, but <laughs> yeah, but the Piper Punch. Oh, it's a little uppercut. I've been doing it the wrong way the whole time. Yeah, the T-shirt on this tends to yellow up a little bit. Mine is starting to. I've never had like a super uh, nice yeah. It's not one that I care that much about. This one's nice enough that it displays nicely, but. Um, that's the only thing with with that figure is that for some reason it's like and the sleeves will stay white but the torso like it yellows up and the IRS later in the line is, is this exact same way yeah 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 it's man I don't know I, I wish they they could have found a way around that because now looking for an IRS at least is yeah I've got a nice one yes yeah I've got a pretty nice one it's not you know mint condition by any stretch but it's nice enough just like this. You know, right with a lot of these i'm a perfectionist and it's like if i see even the slightest mark or the slightest scuff i'm like yep nope yeah well yeah certain ones absolutely uh that's how i was with my razor remotes both of them i, I refused to get them if they weren't mint with the chains you know i wanted those the whole things and i wanted them to be really really nice so so i kind of want to get another piper because somehow like if you look at the foot it's warped so it's hard for him to stand up straight. Yeah, well, any of the ones that they did that stupid little heel thing with do uh, that. Uh, Jim Neidhart's the same way. My Rick Rude was like that for a long time until I got a new one. Uh, Rick Rude. Yep. Oh, the Series 1? Series 1, yeah. Really? Yep. Does this foot go up like that? So his was like more toward turned to the side. Okay. And it like completely messed up whichever whatever kind of structure strength he had to stand up, and I'm like I, to the point where I had to go on Facebook because I was so new to the Hasbro line and everything, and I was like, uh, "Is this supposed to be like that?" Or like, <laughs> <laughs> and I actually had uh, Brian My- Myers and Matt Cardona kind of at me and be like, "Nah, bro, you got to get a new one." <laughs> <laughs> they would know, but. Uh, and here's a guy we talked about last week with the two packs. Uh, we have the Honky Tonk Man as a oh, single yeah. card release. Yeah, and there he is. He has the guitar, the blue and white jumpsuit. Face looks great. Absolutely incredible figure. I love this one. I know I've said that about all of them, but it's true. Um, with the accessory, this is one of the most unbeatable. You know, without the accessory, it's kind of a eh, you know whatever. Uh, but if you get one in, you know, in really nice shape with the paint intact, it will pop. And you add the guitar to it, and it's just, it is has, you know, it is, it's every bit as iconic as the Series Two Warrior or the Series One Macho Man or you know anything else that we've talked about, um, or that you guys have talked about. This figure is phenomenal. I, I don't care that he's not in ring gear. I actually prefer. This, yeah, I, I, I was going to say, I think it's better this way. It gives him a, a lot more character than just, you know, being in the ring here, in the ring gear with the tights. Even if they had given him the guitar stuff, I just don't think that the figure would have been as, as cool as it is. And, you know, you want to talk popping on a shelf, it doesn't get much better than this. Yeah, absolutely. Love this figure. Definitely. And let's see who we have next. So let's go a little old school, a little more old school than old school. And oh. we have super, super, super fly. Jimmy. I, that's where you're going. I don't have the flat top. I was trying to get him to stick up here. Oh, man. 
I don't have the flat top. Uh, it's all good. I don't have the flat tops either on my ring. You got it. What I usually I put them on the steps on my. You display. got it. <laughs> He's up there. <laughs> it's gonna fall. Oh shit. <laughs> no, no, it's a cool yeah. figure. It's a cool yeah. figure. It's not one of my favorites. It's uh, I don't think it's one of anybody's favorites, but everybody had it. It's like we were talking about the Rockers last week. Everybody had it. It wasn't a hard one to find or anything like that. It was cool. Um, I made the mistake last week of saying that Hawk was the only acceptable jumper. I think that if anybody should have been a jumper, Jimmy it's probably Snooker. Superfly Jimmy Snooker. You got to have the Superfly Splash. Yeah, yeah. So I was wrong on that one. But, uh, yeah, I mean, as, as far as the jumpers go, it's got to be right up there with Hawk, right? I mean, as far as the best one. Oh, definitely. And I think this is, you know, if you're going to make a Jimmy Snook a Hasbro, this is the perfect way to go about it. Yeah. I mean, there's, uh, I've seen the hands and everything. What's that? You got the hands and everything. Oh, yeah. No, I love that. I love that. I've seen some custom, uh, Snookas that people have made that are like really, really cool that aren't jumpers. Um, but like, I think you just nailed it on the head. If you're going to make a Jimmy Snook a Hasbro, this is it. Yeah, definitely. And, you got the leopard print design, the trunks, the knee pads, the little wraps around the ankles there, bare yeah, feet. They did a really nice job um, detailing the figure. Like I said, it's for a jumper, it's very attractive. Uh, it's it's it makes a lot of sense. Even the face is pretty decent on it. You know what I mean? A lot of people yeah. rip on the Jimmy face, but like really, it's I think they did an okay job of that. I always thought Jimmy Snooker was a series one. Yeah. Definitely a good figure for Jimmy Snuka. Yeah. Uh, but let's get a little patriotic next. There we go. Because, and of course I didn't have it in his hand. Uh, oh, we have Hacksaw Jim Duggan. One and only. I've seen this man perform at three out of the four house shows that I've ever gone to. And the last time I saw him perform, I was 23. So like 2007. And funny story, I brought my little brother and my little cousin who were like 13 and 11 at the time. And my cousin said, hey, thanks for bringing us. I know that, you know, you don't really watch wrestling anymore. And I was like, I just don't know who anybody is. Right. I swear to God, that sentence wasn't out of my mouth before his music hit. And they're looking at me like, who the hell is this? And I was like, oh, no shit. Oh so shit! I saw him. I saw him perform when I was eight, when I was nine, and then again when I was twenty-three. So, man, had longevity. He had a couple of really awesome Hasbro's in the line, and I think he deserved them. Yeah, I think I think I'd really have to think about it, but I've definitely seen uh, Jim Duggan perform live. The only one that comes to mind, I saw him face Eugene at a house show in like late two thousand six. Yeah, that might have been. You know, something along. I don't think. See, I think I would have remembered if it was a Eugene match, but and I don't think it was. This this was when they turned Eugene heel for like a month, and then they went back. They turned Eugene. I can't. We can't get into that. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had to turn on Jim Duggan, and they had a feud for a few weeks. <laughs> Good um, lord. Yep. So, like I said, he has the two by four. He has the thumbs up too, which is yep. perfect. Yeah, the thumbs up is awesome. I love the accessory. I'm not going to move mine because for some reason he doesn't like holding it, so I got it in his hand nice. See, I, is yours sliding down too? Uh, 
mine's pretty sturdy in place. I just I, I had to like twist it and then it, it stayed, but same with the guitar. They didn't want to stick to it. Yeah, the guitar just forget it. That that's just gonna be hanging the whole time. Yeah. But you have the Jim Duggan face, which I think is perfect, just cross eyed looking off to the side. <laughs> yeah. No, it's great. I want to show you something real quick too, actually. I'm pretty sure you've yeah, seen absolutely. it before, but just something that I did with a series one Duggan from the SummerSlam nineteen eighty nine. Oh shit, nice. Yeah, this was fun. It was a quick project too. It's one of my favorite ones that I've done, honestly. That's awesome. This kind of a, a spur of the moment thing, and I, I did it really quickly, and it came out pretty nice. But um, Duggan doesn't look like something you can do a whole lot with, and I've actually done two pretty cool figures with him. I mean, and, yeah, it's, uh, it's a pretty basic thing. You know, again, it's like um, it's like we were saying earlier with, with the Macho King. When you add the accessory, it, it turns a pretty plain figure into a pretty cool-looking figure. Definitely. And he's he's kind of got the molded chest hair too. It's just not painted. No, I'm like yeah, it yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of strange looking, but but yeah. There's Jim Duggan, blue tights, uh, black boots, black uh, or excuse me, blue knee pads. Uh, first Royal Rumble winner and everything. And I don't even think I mentioned it, but he has the kind of smash action. I don't even know what the hell. Yeah, I thought that was a good action for Duggan. The hack attack, they called it on the card. All right. Oh, boy. That is... They come up with some fucking interesting names for these actions, man. Certainly do. Oh, uh, the retro they came out with Nikolai Volkov recently for Mattel. The action was uh, Nikolai Kikolai, and me and Lee no. had a laugh about that. I swear to God. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Well, I I don't know if I've ever seen Nikolai Volkov perform a kick, but no, no. Uh, and then we go to I'd say is probably the holy grail of this series going forward, and even today, yeah. Because even if you try to get them loose or min on card, it's just a pain in the ass for some reason. Min on card, you can forget about. Right, <laughs> Lee is still looking for a dusty min on card, I believe. Nope, he's got it. Oh, he does have it. Perfect. Yeah, he got it. It was the last it, one he needed. It took him a long time. I remember that. Yep. Yep. But we have the American Dream, baby. Dusty Rhodes with the polka dots and the yellow. It's it's the winner, right? Of series two. It's got it. I would very I would probably say yes, looking at oh, everything. I I had Dusty in this collection at one point. Had to get rid of a few figures a couple months back as my car was being a scumbag. So um Dusty, Dusty went bye bye. I gotta get another one, but I have a really funny story about my original Dusty. Oh boy. Uh, especially when you consider that if you want one in nice shape right now, you're gonna pay 75, 80, maybe even a hundred dollars for it. So I was uh I was probably like 10 and I was at my church's uh nearly summer bazaar. And I won Dusty for 50 cents playing ring toss. And that was how I got my original Dusty Rose. And Dusty was kind of our, I don't know if you remember us discussing last week, uh, how hard it was to get the Nasty Boys and to find Andre. So right. Dusty was kind of our consolation prize for Andre in the same sense that LOD had been our consolation prize for not finding Nasty Boys. So, um, 
just the idea that I, I got my first Dusty for 50 cents and now it would cost $80 probably minimum to get another one. I, I would fucking love a Dusty Rhodes Hasbro for 50 cents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty crazy, but, you know, it's just another example of me wanting to kick myself in the ass for getting rid of my original collection to begin with, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, he's got the polka dots. He's got the cowboy style boots with the white and the yellow. Uh, awesome paint job. Everything about this figure is perfect. Uh, right. Great looking dusty face. They got the big, uh, almost Andre size hand coming at you. You know what I mean? He's, uh, you know, that's that's a great figure. And I understand why it's so desired and so hard to find a good one. And people don't want to sell the ones that they have because it is an awesome, awesome early figure. Yeah, definitely. And I just showed my actions just fucked on this one. I'm not even going to attempt it. Yeah, no, I've, I've bought and sold a couple uh, Dusties that have just terrible actions on them. But, you know, I picked them up knowing that people needed them. And, you know, if I find one cheap or whatever, I'll grab it just because I know people are out there looking for them. So in the event that I do find them cheap, they're always the arm is always dead. Yeah, the ar- I don't know why. It's just every single Dusty now, the arm is just fucked. Well, 32, 31 years old now. Yeah. Series 2 is, so. And another thing to point out, another case of the uh, the molded wrist tape but not painted for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, they did that a lot, man. This uh, Macho King that we just talked about has, is the same way. The tongue isn't painted on the Dusty head either. Tongue isn't painted on uh, Duggan's head either. Yeah, Duggan definitely isn't. Because I did a Duggan for... Actually, I did a, a, an 88 Rumble winner Duggan for Lee, and it made all the difference to go in there and do the teeth and the tongue. It really made the face pop a little bit more, you know? Well, here's the thing. It looks like they did paint the teeth a little bit on the Duggan, but for some reason they just said, no, we're not doing the tongue. Yeah, which makes it look goofy. It's... I mean, okay, whatever gets these figures out faster, I guess, but... I mean, I'm sure that's what they were thinking. Yeah. But, hey, Dusty Rhodes. I think we're all in agreement that this is the best one of Series 2. I mean, it's it's either that or or Warrior, right? But it's got to be Dusty. Yeah, the Dusty is just, you know, so hard to come by, so iconic now. And, I mean, you know, that's, that's another thing. With this series in particular, I would I – would, everybody's going to have their own opinion. If, if somebody told me they thought that Hogan or Honky Tonk or even like Million Dollar Man or Macho King, somebody might be a huge Piper fan. You know, if if you could tell me any one of these guys was your favorite of, of Series 2, and I you know, I wouldn't argue with it. Oh, yeah. If somebody said, you know, the Honky, the Piper, the Macho King was their favorite, I, I can't argue with that. No, I mean, no. all of them are great figures. No, I mean, because you could use, you could make an argument against Dusty, a, a solid argument against Dusty with any one of these other figures. But yeah. I do think I do think Dusty is probably the winner. Yeah, just just from how iconic the figure is and everything, I think that's just yeah. takes takes the whole thing here. Yeah. Uh, in this set, which one do you, which one is your least favorite, or you think they could have improved on? So, I don't want to say Macho King. They did a nice job with the accessories, and at the time. That's what he was doing. Um, and I, I really don't want to say Duggan or Snooker, but I, I, so I guess, 
I guess I'm going to have to say Piper. Uh, and that sucks because Piper was my boy, but it's just kind of a red and white blob of a figure to look at. It's not, it doesn't really look that great on a shelf. It's just, I don't think it's one of the more attractive figures in the line. And I think they definitely, like you said, could have done more and could have done a better job. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of want to say Macho King only because we've seen the Macho King where, like, you know, more elaborate attire, more colorful and everything. They could have certainly done more, but I do like the idea of an accessory, removable accessory, and then ring gear ready figure. Right. You know. Man, I'm going to have to agree with you. I might have to say the Piper. It's just, Snooka just makes too much sense as a jumper and with the hand, they did a really nice job with it. I, I might have, I mean, I probably would have said Snooka, but it just, it's a better figure than Piper's. Piper deserved better. Yeah, absolutely. And we, we talked about it, you know, it would have been nice to have the kilt and the shirt removable, but at this time, 1991, like you weren't seeing stuff like that on figures. No, no. And like we said last week, it's, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, turn around and say, oh, this figure sucks because the kilt wasn't removable. I just got done complaining about people who complain about the LOD figure. So right. I'm not going to be that guy. But I just think that all over, I mean, this from top to bottom, this figure could have been better and that they, they, they owned Piper a better figure than this, you know. Definitely. He's, he basically, he looks like a manager if they had made him. You right. know, he he looks he doesn't look ring ready. He looks like he's about to host Piper's pit. Right. And that that's kind of how I was looking at it earlier. Yeah. Trying to justify that at least. Right. But this has been episode three, but series two of the Hasbro line for perched on the top shelf. Chris, thank you for joining me today. Is there any any kind of social media you'd like to plug? Anything? Uh just the same one that, that we talked about last week, Q's Hasbro Customs on Instagram. Uh, I haven't posted anything in a minute because I haven't been able to work on anything in a minute. And what I am working on right now, I can't tell anybody about until Saturday because Ooh. he's a listener and it's his birthday present. So <laughs> I'm I'm keeping everybody in the dark on this one. <laughs> I'm very excited about it. I will tell you though when we go off. Okay, yeah, Chris is following the spoiler-free gimmick here on Perched on the Top Rope. That is true. (laughs) But speaking of Perched on the Top Rope, you can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts, whether it be Apple, Red Circle, Podbay, Spotify, Audible. We are everywhere. You can catch us here on Perched on the Top Shelf every Wednesday, as well as the main show every Friday. Our social media, you can find us on Facebook at Perched on the Top Rope. You can find us on Twitter on Perch Top Rope because Perch on the Top Rope is too long. And Instagram Perch on the Top Rope, or excuse me, we are Perch Top Rope Podcast on Instagram because Perch on the Top Rope is too long. You can find us on Twitch at Perch on the Top Rope, as well as TikTok, where you can find Selena scenes of the greatest moments in professional wrestling, such as Zack Ryder winning the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania 32. And if you disagree, then fuck you. Straight like that. <laughs> Straight like that. You can catch myself on YouTube at Injustin We Trust, where I vlog about all my professional wrestling experiences and all my shows that I go to. Upcoming is uh, AEW Dynamite in Bridgeport, Connecticut, as well as 
Full Gear in New Jersey, Survivor Series in Boston, even Raw in my hometown of Albany, New York. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Perched on the Top Shelf. You can catch us next week with Series 3 of the Hasbro line. And remember, if it's not in a case, then you don't have the chase. We're out.